and gentlemen to the penultimate episode of Swinging Pizzagate. My name is Chris, with me as always is Parker, and sometimes decisions don't go the way I want them to. I was wrong about the Patriots losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFC Championship, and to make matters worse, I was wrong about the Miami, or the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles, so... Parker made me watch Steven Universe. I I think that's a really cruel move. I think it was really mean and uncalled for. Uh-huh. And I, I watched both of them. And Parker, I've got a lot of thoughts on this. Oh, I'm so excited. Uh now first things first, the show fucking sucks. It's <laughs> I I I do not like the show at all. Now, whenever I meet girls, I always tell them, you know, Ma'am, I have a PhD in cartoons. They're like, PhD? I was like, yeah, pretty huge doctorate. and <laughs> Pretty hilarious dick. <laughs> and I told <laughs> Yeah, just steal that from me. <laughs> I'm still half asleep, buddy. Oh, fantastic. Anyway, yeah. No one listens to this anyway. Uh, which is going to sound weird later on when I make a very shocking uh, statement here. Steven Universe concerns a young, I guess, 11-year-old boy uh, with a diamond in his belly button and three bizarre women, one of which is an alien, I think, uh, and they all have diamonds and they're called the Crystal Gems and they have to, they are the protectors of their little place where they live and the opening theme song sucks and right away you're introduced to Steven's voice. Steven has a worse fucking voice. And the show is actually based on the real-life character of... Or the real-life uh, voice actor of Steven Universe, whose name is actually Steven. The show was created by his older sister, who apparently had nothing better to do with her time. <laughs> Thanks for fucking nothing, lady. Yeah, it's really bad, and it's in its fifth season now, so apparently I don't know anything. And uh, in the first episode, you are not given any explanation about who anything is or what anything is. It's just Steven Universe... really likes a certain kind of ice cream sandwich and the company that makes the ice cream sandwiches has run out of them and they don't make them anymore so he's upset about that so he goes home and his three lady friends who are much larger than he is and also have superpowers are fighting off these alien creatures and after they fight off the alien creatures oh my favorite ice cream sandwiches are back and right away you realize steven is a man child and it's like, oh, he's 11 years old, Chris. Give him a break. No, you know, I wasn't this much of a pussy when I was 11. Like, 11 years old, that was like one of my best seasons of wrestling. I won the county tournament. I won the regional tournament. I was like kind of kicking ass. And so were a lot of the guys my age. We weren't like, oh, my favorite ice cream sa-. I can't even do an impression of his voice. It's like so annoying. It's like permanently cracking. Well, and- I'm also a humongous pussy, and I love ice cream, and I think all women are powerful superheroes. Listen, And I, I- love big, strong women to crush me. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, I I like ice cream sandwiches. They're pretty good, but this is really boring. Anyway, he eats an ice cream sandwich, and he sings a song, and he gets a superpower, too. His belly button diamond uh, creates, like, a shield, but then a giant alien worm comes in, and he's like, oh, I can help out with you guys. And they're like, yeah, but you're not new. I I mean, you're not experienced in fighting things. So he's like, oh man, I'll show you. And they're getting their ass kicked by the giant alien worm. And he tries to help, but his belly button shield doesn't come through. And they're like, well, 
I guess we're all kind of fucked here, but they don't use that language because the show doesn't have jokes. I mean, uh, you know, appropriate language. And he has a better idea. He throws the broken refrigerator that was holding all the ice cream sandwiches at the alien, and that kills it. And then the show ends, and that took 11 minutes out of my life. <laughs> that was 11 minutes? Yeah, there's really... And, oh, yeah, it ends, you know, like, Iris out. It's sort of like, Iris is out, and then Steven Universe pukes because he ate too many ice cream sandwiches. So the next episode features Steven Universe and his dad. Oh, boy. Mr. Universe. Oh, jeez. They don't actually make that joke. That would have been, like, an actual, like, you know, it's a word, plan words. They don't do that. Um, they, there's a big thing in the sky. It's like a second sun or something. And they, they want to get rid of it for some reason. I don't know. I don't think it's doing anyone any harm. I don't remember. I only watched it a couple hours ago. So one of the crystal gems <laughs> picks up another one of the crystal gems and throws her at the big second sun. And she bounces off the thing and falls into the water. Could have been a decent slapstick effect if they actually, you know, timed it right. They don't do it. And worse, they keep doing it over and over again, so it's not funny the second or third or eighth time. Uh, so anyway, they take Steven Universe's dad's van, and they drive it down. And there's a rocket somewhere, and they're like, they have to drag it along. And it's really dumb. And then, like, I don't even remember. I guess they fire the rocket at the second sun, and then it blows up. So it's basically kind of like a Game Boy game. And then the the van kind of starts floating away, and the episode ends. <laughs> that was eleven more minutes. You can tell, like, remember how you would talk about just one segment from Hi Hi Puffy on Miyumi, and that would take longer than me describing an eleven minute episode of one of the most critically acclaimed shows of our time. How does it feel knowing you would have gone to your grave never seeing this show had you not picked against if- your beautiful, handsome adult? Well, that's the thing. It's like we, we went into this and we were we've talked about this I think for more than a year now that we were never gonna watch Steven Universe because it's not even like, you know, oh, that looks really shitty or like there's gay stuff in there. It's like no, it's it's like something about the art style, the aesthetic and the fan base. Just kind of a turn off and you're like, ah, I don't really wanna get into something like that. Now, I can not imagine what it's like for a cartoon fan to be, like, really over-the-top fanboy stuff. That would never cross my mind. Yeah, that must be obnoxious. Yeah, Just have weird. to listen to that every single week, no matter what. Yeah, that'd be really shitty. So, instead, uh, I have to put up oh, with God someone damn. who really likes horror movies. So, <laughs> sorry. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but, why don't you take a look at that schedule I sent you, and just uh, watch those dates fill out. Oh, man. I think it's so goddamn funny. <laughs> I think I will put the third Conjuring spinoff back on that schedule. I'd prefer if you would refrain. So, um, anyway, the show does nothing, goes nowhere, and says nothing. Um, the the performances are, I think, halfway decent and halfway awful. As in, like, two of the characters are fine. Pearl is good. Amethyst is good. Sorry, Gar- yeah, they're named after gems. None of them are cool. named Diamond or Crystal. Why not just do that? Amethyst, huh? Amethyst. Yeah, she's fine. Sounds good. Yeah, she's fine. Uh, she's a short, chunky one. Um, sorry, trigger warning. And the other one is named Garnett. Garnett is voiced by uh, an African-British lady uh, named Estelle. And she's a singer. 
Dude, she's fucking terrible. Like, her performance is one of the ones that's got a lot of praise because it's so emotional and stuff like that. Every single voice she does is like this. this she never really asks good. questions because she's so confident. And th- seriously, she talks women. like this all the time. It's like, oh, yo, she, it's, it's okay because she's an alien. Yeah, you know what? That worked for, like, Schwarzenegger when he was a robot. Doesn't work here. Because you can't, you can't communicate emotion if you don't, like, change your pitch. And as you and I both know, the world of Steven Universe is incredibly emotional. I mean, as you know, I wouldn't know. But you know now. Well, I can't tell. Um, Steven Universe is, um, is dead, so at least I can relate to that. And she was apparently one of the original Crystal Gems. Uh-huh. And she Go would... On. Um, she, uh... I don't fucking know, dude. It's, it's, there's not much else. For, oh yeah, Steven's voice. Steven is like the worst fucking voice actor in the world. He's he's been nominated for awards for like other performances. Yeah. He was in Scooby Doo never... Mystery Incorporated. I don't even remember what he did, but every single thing uh, he does in here is just the worst. The fucking you. worst. You were able to fit in a Mystery Incorporated line, dude. As if you wouldn't fucking love that show if you just gave it an honest to god chance. You would think this was like the greatest thing in the world if you actually tried it. I am going to come down to your place. I'm going to force you to watch yeah. that, and then I'm going to force you to watch fucking Samurai Jack. And then, if you're still not feeling up to it, I'm still going to make you play Undertale. You're going to oh, be like, wow, Chris is so this cool and so nice. Filthy treat boy, sit here and watch cartoons <laughs> and game. Do it to me. <laughs> It'd be so out of my element if I watched something made for children and played video games. Now, I work with a, a young lady at work named Ashley Myers. Shout out to Ashley. She doesn't listen and never will. Uh, she's a big time fan of this show. And, and I told her about this bet. And she was just like, okay, now you need to watch the first 10 episodes. I was like, fuck you. I'm not gonna, I mean, I'm not going to do that. So I was able to do it at work because it's an overnight. There's nothing else going on. I watched. She came by after I watched the first episode. She's on her way, and she's like, "How was it?" And I was just like, "When does the show get good?" And she's like, "I guess like later in the first season." I was like, "I'm not going to watch seven hours of the show in order for it to get good." Yeah, I'll take your word for it, lady. Yeah, it's th- this was one of the biggest waste of times I've ever had to go through. I would have rather watched Hi Hi Puffy Amiyoli. Like I now. Nope. Now comes Incorrect. the twist. Now comes the dramatic third act twist. If you like this show. That's totally fine. That's good for you, and we can still be friends. Because I can sort of see why the show has an appeal. This is... Okay, I'm not... Okay, this isn't me, like, shitting on the fans or anything, but this is kind of a baby show. It's... Same way with, like, uh, Teen Titans. It's like, there's nothing really mature or interesting about it. It's just... It tells a story that's very easy. It's like, uh... What's the, what's the fucking pony show? Uh, My, uh, My Little Pony, right? <clears throat> I mean, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's something that it's I'm not saying it's for artistic kids, but it's it helps you understand the message really easily. I'm sure there is an overarching story that people care about. People do vlogs about this. Did you know that people do vlogs about this? So people care about it. And if you care about it, that's fine. The music was fine. The art was for most of it intolerable, but at times looked kind of nice. And I thought that was all right. There are no jokes whatsoever. Um, that bothers me. And people say, oh no, it is funny. It's like, it's really subtle humor. No, it's not. It's not funny. So, you know, it's, it's about as funny as an episode of, uh, Saved by, not Saved by the Bell. It's about as funny as an episode of Full House. Oh. Yeah. Digging deep here. I'm I'm sorry. It's. Hey, Steven. Cut. 
it out. <laughs> then he pulls oh, out the little chipmunk puppet. <sighs> Look, all I know is Cartoon Network used to be like constant background noise for me. When Steven Universe was new, they started running commercials, and I heard his voice, and I made that decision. Like, <laughs> I guess I'll go to my grave never watching this. Oh, yeah, that's... And uh, that's how it stayed. Yeah, Thank I'm... you for taking that bullet for me, friend. Well, you're welcome, because his voice really is the dirt worst. How do you... Are you 20 years old? You still sound like that. Does he have, like, the Andy Milanakis disease? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I have thought of that name a very long time. <laughs> Look, <laughs> is that what it's called medically? The Andy Milanakis disease? I, I didn't want to call it Andy Milanakisitis. <laughs> is that like Luke Eric's disease? <laughs> <laughs> if only I had known. <laughs> Today, wait, no, no, I have to do like voice match. Today, I consider myself Words the fattest kid like on the planet. Bullets. <laughs> It's cool that Eddie Milanakis sounds like Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think when he laughs he sounds like uh, fucking, oh, I don't even remember his name, Rich Evans? <laughs> <laughs> and then the MTV executive stuck his finger deep into my grundle. <laughs> oh, this fucking show. Uh, yeah, anyway, the first episode ends with all the characters laughing. Oh, and um, then the second episode, they have a, a phrase that's like, if every pork chop was perfect, there'd be no hot dogs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, you, found, you thought wife. it was funny. That's good, because they say no. it three more times in the episode. <laughs> in Four times language. in an 11-minute episode, Parker. That's good. It's a recurring joke. It's so funny. I watched this. <laughs> You sure did. Right, At the watched. last possible moment. Yeah, of course I watched the last moment. Wait, you think I was going to like really plan this one out? I think I would have lasted watched this one? This is a very Blade forgettable Runner. show, too. So. You almost watched Blade Runner and then Steven Universe. Listen. I really wish you'd done that. Listen, Blade Runner is going to stick with me for probably the rest of my life. Steven Universe, That the good news about this is this is going to be gone like that. It's Steven it Universe will also stay with you the rest of your life. No, the only thing about Steven Universe that's going to stay with me for the rest of my life is a theme song, which is kind of annoyingly catchy. Like, what's a good example of annoyingly catchy? Like the Doug theme song. The this podcast. Like, that was annoying. It's my life's goal to make sure it stays with you forever. Uh, you, I'm going to follow you around. You, you should just whisper amethyst until you start shaking. <laughs> You don't understand. First of all, my dad is a hydrogeologist, so I'm already well aware of that word. But is your dad Randy Marsh? <laughs> that's that's not far off. Um, Chris, Chris, the Patriots are winning. Chris. As soon as I walked into the house last time, I came by. I was like, "Oh, you wouldn't believe what they're trying to do to Trump." It never says the oh, media sh- or the Democrats or the liberals or the <laughs> or the deep state. He just says there. But they're trying it's to implied do. Jews. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> but to give you an idea of like how annoyingly catchy the Steven Universe theme song is, well, oh Jesus. No. Stop it. Stop it.
See, oh. as, as soon as I hear, it's Steven, I'm just like, oh, I'm not going to like this. Oh, that's going to be my head all fucking day. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. It's, it's I actually... hate you so much. <laughs> it's, it's really, really annoying. So, uh, the Super Bowl it takes place in, Bin- in uh, Minion Soda. And it's freezy freezy out there. <laughs> oh yikes! So can you what tell? What is happening? So can you tell that he was concussed? <laughs> of course not, because he's Krog. He's so so pure and beautiful. <laughs> that's the thing is, like you guys keep shitting on Chad's. He is the most Chad that's ever lived. His brain is clearly rattled the mush. <laughs> Which is fine because concussed. He was eight. <laughs> Concussions and Patriots tight ends usually pan out pretty well. Yeah, what could possibly go wrong? Anyway, <laughs> those murders would be so cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's going to catch like for 140 yards. That's going to uh, be delicious. Yeah, so I have to admit I'm obviously taking the Patriots here, although I think it's like a 50-50 game. This is, for me, a true toss-up. I just think that, you know, I got to go with a proven record here. I got to go with Brady and Belichick. I think they're pretty good. Underrated uh, member of the team here. Rob Gronkowski, you may have heard of him. He's one of our tight ends. And he's very difficult to cover. So, you know, one guy who could possibly do a little bit of damage there. Uh, there's a lot about, you know, Brady always, or sorry, not Brady. Belichick always takes away an opponent's best weapon for them. It's got to be their defensive line. So he's going to try to mitigate that, get the running backs involved in the passing game. I think that, uh, you know what? We could be in for a blowout. Maybe a <laughs> okay. Patriots blowout. That's the Where they win. Cause... Oh, okay, I got you now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. Because, like, Nick Foles is obviously... He's not going to be the dirt worse that we saw in December, but he's not going to, like, you know, absolutely shit can the best defense in football like he did against the Vikings. So he'll probably be f- fine. Let's let's just assume he'll be fine. Yeah. But everyone else, all their other starters, are so fucking good. You have, like, 21 out of 22 of their starters, like, being absolutely incredible versus Brady and Gronk. And yet I'm still leaning Brady and Gronk. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, like, you think about their offense, and there are really two weaknesses. One of which is Vitae, their left tackle. <laughs> that dude fucking sucks. So Trey Flowers against him, James Harrison and his big-ass arms against him. I think that's a mismatch. Going to have to take advantage of that one. And although those mismatches never seem to go the way I want them to, we've got to yeah, take I mean, advantage of the left tackle who's You want to talk about hard. mismatch? You always have Tiny Toony and all Little Thoony against Fletcher Cox, which not what you want in a Super Bowl. Well, actually, I think it's it's going to be Shaq Mason against Fletcher Cox. Is that much better? Yes, it is. Sha- uh, Shaq Mason might be our best offense alignment at this point. So that's one we're going to have to go with. Joe Tooney. Who I like and can solve a Rubik's Cube really fast, not as fast as me, uh, is going to be going against Timmy Jernigan, who's oh also really good. And Nate Solder, who's okay, is going against Vinnie Curry or Chris Long or Derek Barnett. And Cam Fleming or Lady Adrian Wilder, who are our backups and not that great. We're going against Brandon Graham, who's probably one of the best defensive ends in the NFL. So Uh-oh. on paper, <laughs> not great. On paper, room for improvement. But we also have our center, David Andrews. 
Anyway, we're going to try to get the running backs involved with pass blocking. Because, uh, <laughs> Never heard of a David Andrews before. So good luck with that, I guess. David Andrews was like the fourth-ranked center in the NFL this year. Jason Kelsey was number one I by so much that he stats. was... Okay. Well, stats um, are for people whose teams make the playoffs. Yeah, you wouldn't know. So uh, you look at the That's offensive fine. weapons that fine. the Eagles have. They got Nelson Aguilar, as uh, EDP says. Uh, <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey, who's talented but also bad. So we're going to be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to delude myself here. I'm not very good at it. <laughs> On <laughs> one hand, incredibly talented, but on the other hand, bad at football. <laughs> now, the one thing I will say about Alsh- Alshon Jeffrey is you you saw him like really sell those go routes. He was able to fool the best safety in football, Harrison Smith. So at that point, I was like, oh, this could be trouble. You know, Harrison Smith is better than Devin McCourty. I hate to say it, but it's true. So what if those double moves get us? And I looked at the entire season. We haven't been fooled by a double move all season. So I think the safeties are going to be just fine. They have Steven Belichick coaching them, so they should be all right. Uh, uh, I think one might say it's Steven's universe back there. <laughs> That's going to be in your head the whole fucking game. We needed the entire game for as long as that young man is alive. Text you every time they miss a tackle. <laughs> Holy up. shit. <laughs> oh my god, you're gonna start calling Devin Duran and Pat Garnet Amethyst to Pearl. You're not gonna remember all those names. That's fine, I have Wikipedia. <laughs> you're really gonna Wikipedia Stephen Universe during the Super Bowl. I've done pettier things. <laughs> I bet you have. Um Jesus Christ, I should <laughs> Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> All right. Um, so, in better hey man, news... Don't worry about that touchdown. <laughs> they also have Zach Ertz. There wouldn't be any hot dogs, Chris. Oh, you have seen it then. Because he likes hot dogs. I didn't mention that. You're a secret fan. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> don't ever in your life say that to me. <laughs> Anyway, Zach Ertz is tight end for the Eagles. Eagles fans really like this guy. I think he's a little bit overrated. Uh, you know what? Fuck Ertz. I'm going with Brent Selleck. Uh, but <laughs> uh, no, not really. Personally, I uh, I think Pat Chung has got him, so I think we'll be all right there. Uh, their linebackers are fine. Their DBs do not impress me that much. Obviously, Malcolm Jenkins. Oh, you save you, whatever. And Patrick Robinson is having a career year, but I think Brandon Cooks is going to cook on him. I really do. And if he's covered with their, with Ronald Darby, then we'll go to Amendola. Or Hogan. Hogan sucks. But maybe... Yeah, he sure does. How about Philip Dorsett? Yeah, how about... How him? about Rob Gronkowski he, instead? <laughs> how about, is he still on the roster? Who knows? Uh, Jeff Howe, who writes for the Boston Herald and is one of the most trustworthy sources, said, Philip Dorsett has had an excellent week of practice. Not saying he's going to catch anything or even be active, but he's had an excellent week of practice. <laughs> Wow, we look great on the seven on sevens. Pop a squat on the bench there, buddy. He did great. Okay, so a uh, special boy running good routes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> okay, so they got two running backs: Legarrette Blount, uh, Blount, I don't know, and uh, Jay Ajayi, who was also in the Double Dragon movie. Fuck you. He was the big guy. Remember? I hate you. They called him Bo Abobo. 
<laughs> Did you see that movie? It's been so long. That was, uh, who the fuck was in that? Was that Julie Christie? Let me look that up. Are you oh, trying to trick me? No, it wasn't episode. Julie Christie. I'm thinking someone else. Um, Rich. <laughs> Chris worry. Christie, I'm sorry. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, uh... Yeah, I, you know, Double Dragon was not very good, but that Asian lady in it was really nice looking. Anyway, uh, so where was I talking about? Oh, yeah, their defense. So the Patriots' defense is elite. Uh, we've got some great pass rushers, such as... Uh, no, stay quiet. I, I need to, like, insert after the game, like, our list of our pass rushers, because I don't know about the top of my head. <laughs> so, uh, did you... Wait, did you see the, uh, the Nerd Crew video yet? Not yet. Oh, you're in for Probably a treat. I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done. <laughs> you're in for a treat. It's another one of those uh, ideas where you're like, oh, shit, I wish I had thought of that, you know? <laughs> God damn, there's so much better in us than everything. I know. I, I like how this both of our podcasts are kind of just based off the nerd crew to start with. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Except on it's ironic. It's not the worst. You got to steal from the best. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so the nerd crew and screen jokies. Oh, shit, don't even remind me. Maybe we could talk about hot gamer culture and I can grope women. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding, I'll never touch a human female. But I do touch a pair of controllers. What's up, guys? We're just two guys who love football. We like talking about it. So I think that the Patriots cheated and bribed the referees in order to get to the Super Bowl. Alright, well, I guess I'll just delete my notes since you went ahead and used them. I'm coming in raw. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? Uh, protection. Uh, I don't need it. Because you said you were coming in. I mean, uh, pass protection. How do you think the Eagles fare against our elite pass rusher? Oh, your elite pass rusher comprised of? Trey Flower, 75% of Trey Flowers and 25% of, I guess, Kyle Van Noy? So you're telling me that... No, I'm not telling you that. Kyle Van Noy is going to go up against Lane Johnson. And you think this is going to be a preferable matchup for you? I'm pretty sure they run the same 40 time. Look, when I... Shut That's up. That's not good. Listen, when I simulated this at Madden, I won two out of ten times. So, <laughs> I am really bad at the new Madden for what it's worth. It is all I, about the numbers. I cannot possibly complete a pass in that game. <laughs> they make you press a button to catch the ball. Isn't it infuriating? It is infuriating. I should just catch it automatically. It's Danny Amendola. What does he drop passes? Don't answer that. Well, <laughs> hope I don't find out this weekend, buddy. Yeah, I hope not either. So, uh, we've already made our bets, and we got to let you people know. So, if the Patriots win, as God is willing they will, then Parker is going to have to listen to Mike Cernovich's audiobook, 20 minutes out of Pick It at Random, of The Gorilla Mindset. And if the Patriots lose, which I better not, then I will suffer no consequences. See you guys next time on the final what episode. What the fuck? <laughs> but the real question I have about the Super Bowl is, if the Eagles win, will they give Eat That Pussy 445 a ring? <laughs> Doesn't he deserve it? I think this is like the most important thing of all. Is we have to prevent them from winning the Super Bowl just to see the Eat That Pussy 445 five videos that come after this. Counterpoint, they send him a ring, and then they look like shit in the first preseason game, and he throws it against the wall. (laughs) Every fucking year! (laughs) 
against some fucking rookie quarterback out of a Division two school through an interception. <laughs> he is oh, so man. precious to this world. He, he is. Remember when he walked out of his job at Walmart? <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah, because he was late too many times and someone told him, don't be late. <laughs> he just, Mary, fuck this. <laughs> they wouldn't let him sit down for like an hour for his break. <laughs> <laughs> He's so fucking cool. That dude working at Walmart, you have to stand for that job. <laughs> you have to stand at any job. That he can get. Oh, he can be working at our job. We barely stand at all. Oh, he'd be terrible at my job. He, all you do is watch sports all day. He'd be yelling at the sports. <laughs> Man, it's fucking bullshit. Just periscoping constantly, talking <laughs> shit about the tennis match at 6 a.m. <laughs> Just talking about the sports that he's beating his dick to. <laughs> Top 100. <laughs> Who has 100 porn stars? Who has 10? Please. So pure and beautiful, and I can't wait till he's corrupted by success, and it all comes crashing. Man, I almost kind of hope they win because the come down will hurt even worse. That's okay. Not the kind of person. Because our friend Cam, like, it doesn't matter what the Saints do for the rest of history. They got theirs. He's happy. The first time the Eagles lose a game, if they win a Super Bowl, (laughs) he'll be just as mad as he always is. You see, that's the thing. Is like you either have that. Uh, that is the one thing, or it's the extended time. If his heart problems don't kill him, he'll probably end <laughs> up like uh, El Presidor. Just insane. <laughs> his brain broken by this dumb shit team in this terrible dying sport. Instead of tree frag videos, he'd have wall frag videos. <laughs> <laughs> Soup frag. <laughs> Just imagine, like, in three years, the Eagles lose one game by three points, and the next video starts with a wearing XFL jersey because he's done with the Eagles. <laughs> Football's going to be so good, you guys. It's 2025. The Eagles are, like, three and four at this point, and the video just starts with him staring into the staring into the camera. He's, like, just wide-eyed, just going... And the camera, like, pans over, and there's, like, a surfing spoon-sized hole in the wall. <laughs> Uh, fuck the Eagles. I'm now a fan of the Sacramento Smooth Brains of the XFL. Uh... He's so beautiful. I love, I love that he lives in California more than anything. He lives on the polar opposite side of the country. <laughs> My he favorite just... thing is like people say, like, yeah, all these fucking bitches down here think I'm a bandwagoner for being a fan of the Eagles. It's like, who would bandwagon the Eagles? <laughs> hey man, sweet Kevin Cobb jersey. You fucking bandwagoner. <laughs> XL jersey. Oh, nice Vitae jersey, you fucking front runner. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps talking about wanting to get big guys on the team just so he can feel a little bit better. He's like, yeah, I'm big. <laughs> It's like, you're a little bit more than big, dude. You are dying. <laughs> you're a walking corpse. So, what? what's worse? Uh, eat that pussy 445, being happy for a momentary second, or the world's most famous Patriots fan, President Donald J. Trump being happy for oh, a split man. second. Look, he can have his moment with the Patriots, because the XFL is going to launch just to get him reelected. I don't think he will own. have his moment with the Patriots. The Patriots are going to skip out on the White House again. We'll see. Hashtag we'll see. That's a, okay, that's a good point. Can you imagine if Tom skips again? 
<laughs> I mean, he or he, does Trump really need someone embroiled in another controversy? You know the controversy <laughs> I'm talking about, right? With with Brady. Oh God, no! Did you you didn't catch him making out with his son? Did you? <gasps> that lucky boy. <laughs> you you think I'm kidding, huh? I'm into it. So you haven't been watching the Tom versus Time documentary. Tom Correct. Versus, yeah, Tom versus Time is something like the TV12 uh, facility has been producing to sort of like hype like hype of the TB12 method, which I don't know that they're doing a great job of it because at one point they have Julian Edelman on trashing the doctor and the method. So uh, PR people got to do a better job editing that out. But um, it shows like Tom at home and it, some of this stuff is really fun. You know, it's like that's what got that radio host suspended. It has his daughter. He called her an annoying little pissant. Real classy, Andrew Waymer. So it's it's got Tom at home. It's it's nice seeing Tom at home because Tom looks like a really nice dad and husband. And, you know, he's playing with his kids. It is incredibly hot wife. And he's, you know, practicing really hard. And it shows, you know, he gets really mad after losses. It just shows what feels his competitive spirit. Then one day he's lying down. His son comes by. His son's like 10 or whatever. And kisses his dad on the mouth. I'm not going to pause it right there. He kisses down. It's like, fine, whatever. You know, I used to do that. And this kiss goes on for like a while. Like, you just kind of like, you're like, pull away, pull away, pull away, stagehand, pull him off of her. And it's just, it goes on. It's like, I don't know, like a four minute long kiss or whatever on the mouth. And the entire time, I'm just like, it, it gets to the point where it stops being creepy and it starts being like, giving me a twinge of jealousy. I'm like, hey, hey, he's well, mine. Last night I was reminiscing about Tom's glorious long hair. I wish I was that kid. <laughs> There's no set time on how long is too long to kiss your dad, but it's usually right about when someone goes, mm. <laughs> that's usually your cutoff. Oh, I, the, the way that I learned about it was so rough, too. It's like, you know, I'm a fan of Barstool, right? Um, uh, I've heard. So, uh, with, with like, uh, I, I've learned about it on Twitter, and, uh, it turns out that we have Dave Portnoy saying he's holding an emergency press conference for Tom Brady Frenching a son. So, not the best way to wake up. I can't believe no one in our group of friends alerted me immediately. Hey, Tom Brady just made out with this little boy. Well, How does it not come across my eyes until right now? I, this is garbage. Everyone has let me down. I feel so attacked and alone in this moment. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. So, anyway, it'd be <laughs> nice to like see... you're really struggling with something right now. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the, my roommate just texted me about switching tours for stuff, so I'll have to consider that. But, anyway. Uh, I don't want to clean bathrooms. That sucks. But, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anything else to talk about for the Super Bowl? Anything uh, good going on? We have Justin Timberlake. Where were you when Justin Timberlake exposed that boob to the world? I was watching it with my whole family, and literally none of us noticed it. Because it's the halftime show, so we weren't paying attention. Yeah, my, my parents weren't paying attention. Shit. I was upstairs with my head in the refrigerator. Like, we watched... Okay. We watched the entire fucking Super Bowl, and the next day, it's all over the news. We're like, what? <laughs> we were all in the living room the entire evening. When did this happen? The exact same thing happened to me when I, I walked into middle school. I was the only kid who saw narrate it. <laughs> except the one in the mirror folks next week Man. we're going to have a recap of the super bowl it'll be our last episode we're going to just make this a uh a segment on real deal no sex appeal because to be honest both of our listeners right now you guys could probably just 
listen to the other one and get the same amount of entertainment out of this. So uh, I guess I'll just see you all next week. Sometimes you try a project and then fail, much like my team season. You try your hardest, but things don't go as planned. So Jason Garrett back for 2018. <laughs> Happy Super Bowl, everyone. Hope you enjoy the Han Solo trailer. We probably can just leave these by the door. Quinn's going to be busy with that hooker for a while. What? A hooker? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watching TJ Hooker. I thought you said he was with a hooker. He's watching TJ Hooker on television. (laughs) 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 With a prostitute. What? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh.
car right this freaking second! Uh-oh! Tamales? Tamales! Mama Marquez's famous tamales? With just a pinch of cinnamon! Wait a damn minute! Cinnamon! Why did you tell me he was in there with a hooker? Well, that's what I do when I'm on vacation. And who the f painted my door? Uh-oh! Shut, Shut up. up! Hey, Quinn! How's the vacation?